0: 92.1 WLNG, Sag Harbor, New York. Here's something totally original for Eastern Long Island. It's The Originals, with your host, noted musician, architect, and designer, Lee Skolnick. Each Sunday, Lee will feature top local musical talents, performing live for you in the WLNG Broadcast House studio. So sit back and enjoy. And now, here's Lee Skolnick and The Originals. Hey, guess what?
1: It's Sunday. 8 o'clock, must be the originals, with me, your host, Lee Skolnick, and as usual, fantastic guests. So let's uh, let's welcome Fred Goldring. Too. Sorry to lower
2: the standard, Lee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run it up the, the flagpole, see if it flies. Uh, we have a great show tonight. This is something that, how long have we been talking about doing this? Maybe like four months, five months? Yeah, at
2: least, you know, COVID got in the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Life got in the way. But we're here. Um, Fred is a new friend, but I think a keeper. Um, And the fact that we both love music, play music. We haven't played tennis yet, but we'll get to that at some point. Um, And I'm sure you're an architecture fan as well. Of course. I I, I knew
2: you from that before anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have a good night, and we are going to thank our friends at Audi Southampton for making this all possible. I must... Reiterate as I do every week that um, you know, without shows like this, you just listen to you know old records. <laughs> this is this is real music by real people who are out on the East End, and we just dip into the treasure trove of talent and come up with a, a, a new jewel every every week. So you might also remember that on most of our shows. We have been paying tribute to my idol, John Prine. So we have got a John Prine song to lead off with, and then we will be back after that to start hearing from Fred. So let's listen to Souvenirs. All the snow has turned to water Christmas days have come and gone Broken toys and faded colors Are all that's left to linger on I hate graveyards and old pawn shops For they always bring me tears Can't forgive the way they robbed me My childhood souvenirs Memories that can't be bought and Can't be won at carnivals for free It took me years To get those souvenirs And I don't know how They slipped away from me Broken hearts and dirty windows Make life difficult to see That's why last night and this morning Always looked the same to me I hate reading old love letters They always bring me tears. Can't forgive the way they robbed me of my sweetheart's souvenirs. Memories that can't be bought. In Be one at carnivals for free. Took me years to get those souvenirs and I don't know how they slipped away from me. Okay, I hope I hope you got your fill of me <laughs> because the rest of it is Fred. And I, I wanna Let's just start by getting a little bit of background so everybody knows who you are. Um, you want to tell us the L.A. East Hampton story? Yeah,
2: I um, I just moved back permanently, or full-time I should say, to the East Coast after 32 years. I was uh, born and raised outside of Philadelphia on the main line, where I grew up uh, immersing myself on music at places like the Main Point and the Spectrum, and, um, and uh be coming here forever. My in-laws live in Watermill and we've been coming here even before we lived in New York. And uh, so my daughters who grew up in L.A., um, but went to college and camp and working in the East Coast. So they weren't coming back. So um, we moved here and sold so our house and uh, it's been fantastic. What a just a great place to live all year round.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if you have to ride out the pandemic, which we all did, I really can't think of a better place. Yeah. Um, you pretty can, great. You can walk on the beach every day. Uh, and and just you know open up your raise your spirits lungs, exactly and and commune with nature which we all love to do. So what we really love to do on this show is hear music. So Fred, should we should we do the transition with John Prine? Sure. This is this
2: is one of my favorite John Prine songs. Um, first time I heard it, I, I went well, I gotta learn that. That's kind of how it happens. You yeah. hear a song and you want to know. You, you want to learn it because yeah. it's just too good, and you want to screw it up yourself. You know. Right.
1: So. Well, you're gonna have help screwing it up because no, 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 no. This will
2: make you'll make it sound good. So
1: I'm gonna play some backup. All right. And you know, the more I play backup for for great uh, musicians, the more I think maybe I should just do that. It's so. It's much less pressure. Yeah, I know. know? Is, yeah,
2: that's the way I feel too. So it's harder being out front like this all <laughs> yeah, well, day. You, I know
1: you can do it. I have faith. <laughs> You're pretty good. So all right. So this is
2: a song called "Clay Pigeons" mm-hmm. by John, and um, here we go. Ready?
1: I'll follow you. All
2: right.
3: I'm going down to Greyhound Station I'm going to get a ticket to ride I'm going to find that lady with two or three kids And sit down by her side Ride till the sun comes up And down around me about two or three times Smoking cigarettes in the last seat Singing songs to the people I meet Get along with it all the people say y'all sing the song with a friend, change the shape that I'm in, get back in the game and start playing again. I'd like to stay, but I might have to go to start over again. I go back down to Texas, might go to somewhere that I've never been. Get up in the morning and go out at night And I won't have to come home Get used to being alone Change the words to the song Start singing again I'm tired of running around looking for answers To questions that I already know I could build me a castle of memories Just to have somewhere to go Count the days and the nights that it takes to get back in the saddle again feed the pigeons some clay turn the night into day start talking again when i know what to say To the Greyhound station I'm gonna get a ticket to ride I'm gonna find that lady With two or three kids And sit down by your side Ride till the sun comes up And down around me About two or three times Smoking cigarettes in the last seat Singing songs to the people I meet Get along with it all Where the people say y'all the peat some clay, turn the night into day, start talking again when I know what to say.
1: Like I always say, if you end on the same beat. It's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> it's a good
2: song. <laughs> it's a great Makes song. a bad song sound good, and a <laughs>
1: right. good
2: song sound better.
1: <laughs> so, what is it about John Prine? I mean, I, it's he's all he's you know kind of
2: Americana
1: personified, yeah, right? Right.
2: He's at that mix between country and folk, and kind of, and uh, it's just got a twist of the of the phrase uh, that, know, that I, works so I, I,
1: well. I loved your description, Americana personified, because he he takes he takes. Big themes. These aren't like little. No, they're, they're little stories, but they're about big themes. And yeah, I think he's
2: one of these guys that also will um, get discovered more and more. Unfortunately, now that he's passed. Yeah, yeah. But but luckily he had his he had a, a pretty bright star while he was alive. So.
1: And, and actually, he was get, he was on the way to getting more way, and more right? popular. Yep. Um,
2: well, you're keeping the
1: dream alive. Then. We got to keep it alive, and you know. I know you have this very special song that you wrote. Can we do it? Is it is it okay to do it now for your?
2: Oh, what, what, for your daughter's what, wedding? Oh well, yeah. Well, it's funny. Um, uh, I have a like, sort of running joke with myself that I I can never finish a song. I've started like a million songs, uh-huh. and I have pieces of songs, but I think it's the lawyer in me that's like analyzing and editing as it comes <laughs> out, which I, is you're, of course not supposed to do, <laughs> and nothing's ever good enough um but uh when my older daughter uh got married actually when she got engaged i it really hit me at that point before all of the you know the stuff really starts to all the logistics of weddings and, uh, yeah, and all right, that stuff right. we kind of you forget the meaning but it hit me really hard when she got engaged and i realized wow my and i you know that my daughter's only two years apart but really both of them were growing up so fast
4: mm-hmm.
2: i'm like where did the time go and uh and so um, I had played you know, a couple of songs at our, my own wedding. My wife was like, well, what are you going to play? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? It's a year away. I don't know. <laughs> and so I, you know, of course, started to poke around on the Internet and, you know, Google like songs that dads sing to their daughters at their wedding. And they were like, you know, um, you know, butterfly kisses, which is, you know that wasn't one that kind of hit me the -hmm. way i wanted it and you know a couple there's a couple more but i really couldn't find anything a couple bad originals i was sort of shocked and um, i went to sleep and and woke up the next day and i just picked up the guitar and wrote a song
4: just straight Um, through
2: kind of well yeah i edited a little bit over (laughs) the next couple of weeks but for i'd say 90 percent of it was just came out you know Mm -hmm. and uh did she know you were doing this no it was a complete surprise i don't you know i wasn't even sure in fact i had to get the ultimate approval for my wife and so i, I very carefully broached the subject Whether her and i said yeah you can ask me about a you know song i'm gonna play i i, I wrote the song and before i even had the sense well you can't play it. no one's gonna know it and blah 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 i couldn't know you don't know how to write a song and, blah, blah. and you know and, and she was like terrified it was gonna embarrass and ruin the wedding um and so i didn't want to make it worse well, I said, well you, you know you haven't even heard it yet let me give me let me play it you know and so I sat down in the bedroom, pulled out my guitar, played the song, and she was crying. But she's, oh my god, you have to play
4: that song at the wedding. You know? right. So it went
2: from zero to like you know, 180. And so, uh, yeah. So we kept it as a surprise, and um, literally at the wedding, uh, just you know, she gave a little talk, and we got up to do our introduction at the dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the, you know, the music director pulled up a chair and a guitar and a microphone. It's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and uh, and I performed the song, and uh, and. Uh, my daughter was, of course, ruined, worried that I'd ruin her makeup. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it was a pretty amazingly special moment, and it kind of... So anyway, the point of it, um, mm-hmm. I kind of give it more appropriate, because uh, it was from the point of view of, of a dad looking at his daughter about to go down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then um, after the wedding, um, I ended up in uh, Jackson Brown's studio in LA, where we were living, Just happened. Just happened. Just happened. Yeah. So, and uh, I I played the song mostly just so I could get some tips because I wanted to at least make a little recording in my house, which I didn't know how to do, Yeah. uh, for my friend Peter Asher. And he said, oh, oh, I want to produce this song. And I'm like, you mean you want to come to my house and help me out? And he goes, no, no, let's do this right. Let's do that. And he was like, let's do it. And he said, and I know, you, know, you don't have any money left, so we'll try after the wedding, so we'll try it. <laughs> so he came and produced it and uh, brought some other friends, and Lee Sklar and Russ Kunkel and Jane Winding. and oh, really? And it was like the A-team of you yeah, know that's, the singer-songwriter, a wrecking crew of that's, that's people impressive. who I had grown up listening to, admiring, probably paying a lot of money for records and t- concert tickets over yes. the years. And so it was a pretty surreal moment. And then uh, the whole New York Times ended up doing a story on it. It was crazy. So, so we made this recording, so... Uh,
1: so everyone, now after that, everyone is dying to hear this. Well, so, uh, I, yeah, or not? <laughs> no, I think I think we, we we would love to, and it's such a great thing well, for you. a father to do uh, for for his daughter. I'll have to keep that in mind. If All when, my
2: other fa- uh, friends that have daughters are like, we hate you.
4: <laughs>
1: I said, why? We've well, set the bar too high. <laughs> so, that, so let's hear
2: it. Yeah, do you want to do this, or I know we uh, we have a recording of it too, but I'm happy to play oh, it live. Well,
1: which would you prefer?
2: Do uh,
1: you know, like the, Your show, you tell me. Well, the, the recorded version is like full production? Yeah. Oh, well, let's hear that.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't want to... I'll sound terrible compared to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to air... What's the name of the song?
2: It's called On Your Wedding Day.
1: On Your Wedding... That's very yeah, funny. You know, hit
2: it right on the head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's take a, a listen to On Your Wedding Day written performed by our great guest, Fred Goldring. Here we go.
3: Seems like yesterday I held your tiny hand Took first steps with you when you could barely stand Reading stories, singing lullabies Hugs and kisses always in supply Tripping lakes on point of ballet shoes Crossing roads to campus white and blue Moments turn to visions of the past Holding tight Try and make them last From a baby To a lady I'm so proud of the woman you've become So I smile Down the aisle It's time to give my little girl away your wedding day watching you grow up before my eyes beautiful intelligent and wise well I knew one day your dreams would all come true is right for you so wonderful and bittersweet the same you'll say your vows and take another's name and begin to build a life that's all your own No, you'll always have a place you can call home a baby to a lady i'm so proud of the woman you've become one last mile On your wedding day
1: All right, well, I'm going to join the uh, legion of people who hate you.
4: <laughs> uh, and
2: they are legion, I will tell you.
1: Yeah. Well, anyone who's not, not written a song for their... <laughs> I,
2: listen, I was just happy I finished the song. And, in fact, at the beginning of the year, it took me another like year after that, and mm-hmm. I said, you know what, you're back at it again, procrastinating. And I uh-huh. said, well, it's the beginning of the year, so time to write another, finish the song. So I wrote a song about not being able to finish the song.
1: Oh, oh well, we're going to have to listen to that. <laughs> but first, why don't we recognize our loyal sponsors who are bringing music to the East End as we speak, Audi Southampton
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons With all the qualities you want Well maybe there are four The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5 and Q3 No quibbling When it comes to high style, comfort, space Luxury, pioneering technology and dynamic driving The Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton Just don't quit So if you're looking for unquestionable quality Find your new ride at Audi Southampton Where you can always expect more services More convenience and more selection Just don't expect to pay more but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
5: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just 469 a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at least signing $4,763 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Botok Highway or go to southamptonaudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi owner loyalty program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 1st, 2021. See southamptonaudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: Maybe you should go back to those thousands of songs. That you yeah, yeah, no, I'm starting start... to.
2: Luckily, I have, to, you know, the iPhone was great because when I mean, you get those, like, you know, uh, those uh, inspirations in the middle of the night or mm-hmm. whenever it is, and you go, I'm going to forget this. Right. And you never recorded it, so you actually did forget it yeah. like 20 minutes later. It's nice yeah. to have those. Wow, I didn't even, what was I thinking when? Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs>
1: fantastic. So, yeah, thanks. Let's uh, give other credit where credit is due. Audi Southampton, of course. Paying for these chairs that we're sitting this, on. <laughs>
2: right, the, without which there is nothing. Yes, Sinequan, no.
1: and they have <laughs> such comfortable seats in, in in the Q7 and the oh. Q5
2: and the Q3 and the you
1: know. right. But we go we go for the biggest one, yeah. You know, of because we, oh, we want to carry unnecessary things, yeah, uh, to and from New York for no good reason. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's thank Audi. Let's hear from them.
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3. No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection.
5: Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever. Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just four sixty nine dollars a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at least signing $4,763 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to SouthamptonAudi.com for great deals. Deals. Must qualify for Audi owner loyalty program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 1st, 2021. See southamptonaudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: So, I, I know we want to uh, maximize the music, but I do have a couple of other questions. Sure. How is it that you wound up in Jackson Brown's
2: studio?
1: Um, well,
2: you know, that's kind of a well. First of all, I was in the music industry for thirty plus years as a lawyer, as an attorney. Yeah, and um, I would say I got to play with more of my heroes as a becoming a lawyer than I ever would have had to have been a musician. They were <laughs> a lawyer like wow, you can actually play, and
4: uh-huh. when you're
2: a musician, like yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? So, so did well. That was uh, that was you know, uh, largely you know due to Peter Asher and uh, I knew Jackson a bit, and you know he's got this Groove Masters in Santa Monica and. Uh, we were looking for a place, and so Jackson said, "Yeah, sure, I come on, and use it. No one's using it tomorrow, or whatever." So, so
1: was he actually? Uh, no, he wasn't
2: there when we did it, but I okay. but I had dinner with him. I don't know a few months later. And we well
1: we next time about it. he's in town, let me know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's another one of my heroes. Oh, he's,
2: well, I want to play Jackson's song later, so. Maybe so, now, I guess. How sooner?
1: Okay, I guess. Well. The, the, folks, if you've listened to this show before, you know anything could happen at any time. So it's all natural and organic.
2: It really is. And, uh, well, let's try this one. Um, so I'm a real fan of Jackson's early stuff, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that when I was... Uh, I like you know playing rock and roll and getting mm-hmm. a little loud and all that, but there were so many times where it's tough just doing that in your own bedroom by yourself because you mm-hmm. just blow your own ears out and your right. parents and your brother and sister weren't too happy about it either. Probably the neighbors on top of it. So uh, I kind of took to the acoustic guitar really early, mm. um, and I just it became a puzzle for me because you know back then you would you didn't have the internet and mm-hmm. you barely had sheet music. The sheet music wasn't even right. Right. And the, I don't know if that was intentional now. So if you really wanted to find out how these guys played, you had to listen to the records over and over, see them live. There was a place called The Main Point where I grew up in Mawr, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and they didn't serve alcohol. So from like age 13 or 12, I would go, and they had two really? shows a night, and it was like everybody anybody: Bonnie Ray, Jackson Brown, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, James Taylor. I mean, and you, you could see everybody. There? And it sat maybe 100 people, and they wow. had these old – desks like the old with the inkwell desk it oh, yeah, would serve the, like yeah. you know coffee and tea and pastries and sandwiches and they had two shows a night so i always i would go there a couple times a week and i would study this one or that one candy Reckon. and i would go home yeah. and i'd listen to the record and i'd go in front of the mirror because i was always looking at it backwards <laughs> i had to interpret what i was seeing and pretend i was behind the guitar but it was actually between that and you know all you kids out there who had CDs and yeah. MP3s and streaming. We literally had to sit by the record, drop the needle, oh, sure. grab the guitar, pull the needle up, and then try and remember what you heard and try and recreate it and then try and find the spot on the record again. And it was really crazy. But I think it helped it train my ear in a different way. So anyway. And, and the real thing was that would screw you up is when they would did, do tunings. Right, they would oh, tune God. the guitar like, it'd be bad Swisher enough if they was off a little, it wasn't like, an, you know, it wasn't tuned yeah. to, 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 to A, but um, sometimes they would change this, the tunings like this one. And mm-hmm. it'd take you like 20 times to go, oh man, I wonder that's so hard to play. He's <laughs> tuning that string to that or whatever. Right. Joni Mitchell, of course, would drive you crazy. But, so this, let me see if I can figure this one out again.
3: Helplessly Get a pile outside the door I tried and tried But I just can't Remember what before for The world outside is tugging Like a beggar at my sleeve Oh, that's much too bold A story to believe And you know it's taking the chair. take such good care of me. You say Morocco, that makes me smile. I haven't seen Morocco for a long, long while. The dreams are rolling down across the places in my mind. And I've just had a taste of something fine. And the pasture slides England lies between Floating in a silver mist So cold and so clean and California's shaking Like a, an angry child will has asked for love And is unanswered still And you know I'm looking back carefully I know There's still something there For me You said Morocco You made me smile And it hasn't been that easy For a long, long while Looking back into your eyes I saw them really shine Giving me a taste of something fine Something fine Something fine You see Morocco and I know you go in style You may not see Morocco for a little while while you're there, I was hoping you might just keep it in your mind to save me just a taste something fine.
1: Uh, Listen to that song a lot because yeah. you got I everything, everything in to
2: it there. In tune though, which that one wasn't, but that's okay.
1: Well, that sounded good to me. The Crosby, Stills, and Nash had actually written
2: a lot of their first album in this, Sag Harbor. Is that This true, is huh?
1: this is the story we're putting together. There is a an old farmhouse on a decent sized piece of land with a with a pond on it, and apparently, as the story goes, John Sebastian who has some ties here in Sag Harbor, uh, and his brother Mark actually went to the local high school. Uh, apparently, John Sebastian rented this house, and then when he got wind of or somehow learned that Crosby, Stills, and Nash were just beginning to put their first album together, he said, you know, you guys need to go to some refuge where you can just play music Figure out the songs, figure out the harmonies, you know, without all the pressure of being in the city or something. He said, you know, use my house. Wow! And so apparently, the three of them came out, and of course, they were joined by Judy Collins, by uh, Joni Mitchell, I think. Joni right? Mitchell, exactly, and a whole bunch of other uh, musicians and and songwriters. And yeah, the 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 myth or legend, hopefully it's true, is that. Um, this is where a lot of that first album wow. uh, was developed. And it's for sale. Uh-oh, so, so those you, are, yeah. now you've told
2: everybody. You can't. <laughs>
1: oh, there are already offers on it. Okay. But we, you know, we're, we're trying to work out some kind of a deal where maybe the property could be yeah. preserved. Great. And, uh, and then maybe we make a little musical like retreat. Like you did with the church for artists. Yeah, you got to do you know do it for musicians. I'm not musicians. doing it for musicians, what's right. wrong with me? Um, so yeah, we. You know, I'm glad you plugged the church. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's a fantastic
2: um, place. If you haven't seen it, go see it.
1: Yeah, and now it is, as of this week, open to the public. So oh, good. I'm glad so, I didn't do it prematurely. <laughs> well, now I can't make any money on tours because oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> it was the hottest ticket in town, and now everybody uh, is. In fact, their their uh, programming has. Just started off with a bang. Wow. They had um, the Martha Graham Dance Company wow. as uh, artists in residence. They've got some painters. Um, it's it's, it's going to be fantastic. Mm. Love so, it. So anyway, yes, this would be a place for musicians. And one of the things that I've learned doing this show, for now, over 35 episodes already. Mm. I mean, it's pretty... I can't believe it. Wow. But uh, is... There is no place like that here. Mm-mm. You know, there's a handful. A lot of, of musicians on the East End, I'm finding. Yeah. It's a very, very... And there are very few... First of all, there are very few venues to play. Right. I mean, Stephen Talkhouse being kind of the premier one.
2: I'm playing this week. Thank you for plugging me. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I'd work that in subtly.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and so what we have also developed through our folks here at WLNG Mm. is we're doing concerts on the dock behind the radio station starting in June. We did a whole bunch last summer, Mm. and it was fantastic because in the midst of COVID, everybody came by boat. Oh, right, right. So everybody was in their own bubble. Mm. You know, we do two hours on a Friday to end the week, and it was uh, really successful. And not to mention the fact that we just had a great time doing it. So I, I might uh, recruit you for one of the... Uh, twist my arm. Twist my arm. Yeah, think, Anything yeah. can happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we're also, I think, in negotiations with the village to do a, a concert in, in Marine Park mm. in August. And that one will be specifically alumni of the originals. Oh, okay. Well, made it so, under the wire. Yes. Yeah, Good. So, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I may have to, I may have to cut Uh-oh. this off, but you, you fit in just okay. in time. So um, let's get back to music. What, what else can sure, you well, offer to
2: us? Um, well, you know, w- I was thinking about that story and I thought, well, it would kind of be appropriate in Sag Harbor to, to play a song from, the, a, from CSN. the early Crosby, Stills, and Nash days. Actually, I'll have to ask Crosby if he actually wrote this one on that. That would be kind of cool if he did. Uh-huh. That anyway, um, and for those of you home that want to sing all the harmonies, because obviously I can only sing one of them
1: Right. <laughs> one voice. I'll see if I can... This is one of my uh, favorite
2: songs of of David's. And, um, of course, when I was a kid, it drove me absolutely bat-crazy because this isn't, like, the weirdest tuning. (laughs) It really really? took a long time Uh to figure it out, but when I did...
3: Genevieve drew pentagrams ride through the warm wind down by the bay yesterday Seagulls circle endlessly I sing in silent harmony
1: song or are they all they well that was what
2: you know it's funny I um uh, I ran into David Crosby at Carter's guitars about uh-huh. right before I was down in Nashville. Yep. just the background when we ended up with a bunch of friends in common so I ended up uh, uh checking out some guitar they ultimately bought had him check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I don't know, I just I said, Oh I guess I have to play at Crosby. So I started playing wooden ships, but I hadn't played in like twenty years. Uh-huh. So he grabs a guitar. He's like, "Give me that. I know what you're trying to do." So he he's like that, yeah, right. and so I s- we got this conversation about reading music because yeah. I was always just like writing songs. I was always too lazy to, you know, actually read music. <laughs> you're like I'm an accomplished, you know, degreed guy, and yeah, the, yeah. you it, the me? rest of us mortals. Um, you know, play by ear, mm-hmm. and so and David's like, "Oh man, are you kidding me?" I, you know, I would say, "Oh, that's a three. Go to the five. And I'm like, "What mm. the hell are you talking about?" I'm <laughs> so wait, you telling me you don't read music either? And he go, "Yeah, okay." Now I feel great. He cause. doesn't read music. No, most of the guys that you think read, they know enough to be dangerous, but that's what's so amazing about them. They're playing by feel, by hear, by tuning. But there's just a song like that. I mean, that's is amazing. But I mean, he so just was complex. probably screwing up one day, yeah, screwing up, screwing around one day on on the uh, tunings, just and just it just came around. to him. So, it's genius, right?
1: It is genius. And, of course, there's genius and there's genius. If and you're there's talking, insanity
2: and there are fine line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you're talking about automobiles, who is it? It's, of course, it's Audi. Audi Southampton. Come on. Let's take a listen to them.
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3. No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
5: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just 469 dollars a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at least signing $4,763 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to southamptonaudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi owner loyalty program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 1st, 2021. See southamptonaudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: Okay, and we are back, and I hope everybody out there is enjoying this real treat. Having Fred Goldring. Playing for you, trick or just, treat, just for you, just for you, um, and for me. <laughs> so um,
2: for the thousands that are gathered here in this, oh, millions, five by five M- room,
1: millions. <laughs> are there, are there millions who I'm picturing out we there like it. enjoying so. themselves? So um, during the break, you mentioned something significant, which is Sag Harbor, Sag Harbor, where we are, where we know and
4: love.
2: Well, I was thinking about uh, you know being back here and. The fact that this is a uh, a whaling town originally. Yes. And so I was thinking, well, what, 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 you know, is there a song somewhere that kind of relates to whaling a little bit? Mm-hmm. Even though I don't know a lot of whaling songs, <laughs> except by the whalers, but that didn't seem to be the same thing. <laughs> so this is a song that um, the James Taylor wrote, actually.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: But probably isn't one of his more well-known ones, but I love it so. That's this a, is about. This is actually kind of a cool story. He was reading, a. when uh, I read, a, an article in National Geographic about, um, about a thawing, I think, in Antarctica. Yeah. The, and they found this sailor who was frozen in ice mm. and preserved. Preserved. And it was, you know, I guess because of climate change and stuff. And they, and, and they found him, and he died like in the 1800s or something, and he had been preserved. And I guess he was a whaler, a sailor, so... Uh, as close as I could come. And he wrote a song about it. And it's a really cool song.
1: Cool. Who, so how, who, who would be inspired by a frozen sailor to write a song
2: or, and write such a great one? Yeah. So here I'm going to, and I'm about to screw it up. So <laughs> well, <laughs> but I'll do my best. Do your best.
4: <laughs> okay. be good
1: enough. All right.
3: the freezing cold water reaching up just to swallow me whole ice in the rigging and a howling wind. shock to my body as we tumbled in then my brothers and the others are lost at sea Along and return to Delhi hidden in ice for a century to walk the world again Lord have mercy on the frozen man next words that were spoken to me nurse asked me what my name might Was all in white at the foot of my bed. I said, Angel of mercy, am I alive or am I dead? My name is William James McPhee. I was born in 1843. Raised in Liverpool by the sea, but that ain't who I am. Lord, To pick my leg and by my eye Newspapers call me state-of-the-art And when the children see me, they cry I thought it'd be nice just to visit my grave See what kind of tombstone I might have I see my wife and my daughter and it seems so strange Both of them dead and gone from extreme old age You see, when I die, make sure I'm gone Don't leave them nothing to work on your arm and you can wiggle your hands and you can wave goodbye to the frozen man I know what it means to freeze to death and lose a little life with every breath to say goodbye to life on earth and come around again Lord of mercy Mercy on the frozen man, Lord, have mercy on the frozen man.
1: That is a great song, not a It is a great song. And it reminds me that uh, you know singer songwriters they you, you don't just write about love lost and love mm. gained
2: you write about anything
1: yeah yeah it really tells a story it reminds me a little bit i mean it sounds james taylor mm-hmm. I mean, you hear him in the chord progressions and the the transitions but in the in the uh, lyrics it reminds me of gordon lightfoot yeah right? the wreck of the um... yeah
2: Something Fitzgerald does, right? Yeah, Yeah. Edmund Fitzgerald, exactly. Yeah, just it's a
1: good song. Gives you you that vibe. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, this is a real privilege. You know, privilege for mainly. Thank you. We've had a lot of fun over at your house. You know, hacking away at some things. But uh, you know, one of the things that always impresses me about good singer-songwriters is how they play three parts. You know, and you were doing it, you know, you're playing, you've got your bass notes in there, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, with your thumb, and then you're doing a little, you know, rhythm, and then at the same time, you do. It's like Dick
2: Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, <laughs> you yeah, know, are a one-man band.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, and you know, it's something I've mentioned on the show before that, you know, when I was really young, I, I played in a lot of bands, and when you do that, you really need to... Figure out what not to play. No, that's exactly right. Because I've know?
2: started playing with a band again. And of course, you're, you're playing busy playing much. the bass, the drums, yeah. the, you know, and, right?
1: Yeah, and, and th- this band that we put together for the concerts on the dock with my friend uh, Sheriff Bob Seidenberg, who who's a dobro player. Mm. He's always telling me, Lee, you don't need to play everything. Right. You don't need to play. You need we've space. Really, Jazz can,
2: guys will tell you that all the time. Right? Right.
1: Because, you know, we've, we've got two guitars, a bass. Right. We've got a dobro. You know, once in a while we'll have a fiddle or something. And I'm used to try, trying to do everything.
4: Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's it's part of uh, the necessity of, you know, when you're gigging by yourself right. for a lot of years so, so and you it, don't have time to rehearse, so you end up you, playing a lot.
1: You've been playing in a band recently. Yeah,
2: you? yeah. I have a uh, Well, you know, I, uh, uh, I have well, nobody's been playing in a band for a while because of COVID. Yeah. But um, when I moved back uh, to the East Coast after, whoa, these many years, um, uh, I was in a band in L.A. with a fantastic band bass player was kind of our music director, Dan Ehrlich. Mm-hmm. And he had unfortunately moved, for me, moved back, uh, I don't know, six or seven years ago, back to Long Island where he was from. We occasionally get together when he was in L.A. or I was in New York, but the band kind of fell apart just because mm-hmm. you know, our music director left. Yeah, that's- and uh, so when I got back here, we, we uh, talked about playing some gigs, and, uh, and uh, he brought along a guy named Dave Berg to one of the jam things we were doing. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that I knew Dave and i last saw dave when he was 14 years old <laughs> it's the craziest thing and i'm like wait you're that day we he was friends of my we used to go to saint thomas every christmas and this little kid would hang around with my brother who was younger
4: uh-huh.
2: and he was this precocious little kid and and smart and mm-hmm. with his bucket hat walking around and um and then we were sitting down at lunch he goes you know i, I gotta tell you something i said this is what he said you inspired me to play guitar I said, "You're kidding me." He said, well, "No. I used to play this Dan Fogelberg songs on the beach all the time." And I thought, "Well, maybe I should learn some." I said, "Well, now you're better than me. Damn it!" <laughs> you know. So he's playing in the band. So um,
1: you know, there's a, a uh, corollary between music and tennis. Mm. It's always better to play with someone who's better than you, mm. right? So true because it
2: brings you up. Absolutely. Uh, probably. True I haven't had they- any trouble finding people better than me. So it's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of inspiration. So yeah, um, is that who's playing at Steven yeah, and then we us? have a um, uh,
2: Mike Katzman, who's a, a local guy, right. a fantastic keyboard player, and a great drummer named Tommy Anderson. So, uh,
1: so you haven't had time to name
2: the band or anything. So we just, you so, know,
1: but you put together. I what? guess it's the Fred Goldring band.
2: Hey, work for yeah, Dave Matthews. Sounds
1: but. good. I like the <laughs> I like the ring. Yeah. So what else you got for us? Well, you we, know what? I'm actually time? I was
2: just thinking since I uh, I mentioned Dan Fogelberg, um, he was one of the guys I actually never had the chance to meet, but was one of the you know, I was, when I was really getting into acoustic finger mm-hmm. picking and stuff, yeah. he was one of the guys I really studied, you know, because mm-hmm. I just thought he was a great player. Mm-hmm. Um, and he unfortunately passed away back mm-hmm. in 2007. For those of you, you know, he has a lot of sort of the sappy stuff he's had on the air, but he's, he's a really he's a great guitar player great song. He's one of the few people actually that could play an entire arena show by himself. Wow. We were talking about, yeah, about earlier. Yeah, yeah. And he could play, bring a piano guitar and for two hours, just play by himself. I mean, there are very few people that can do that or could do that. So uh, that shows the level of, of talent and showmanship that he had. Well, but
1: you and I could do it. It's just nobody would come. Well, exactly. Yeah, it'd
2: be an empty <laughs> hall. Um, but I was fortunate enough um, several years ago to buy one of Dan's main guitars, oh, uh, cool. D41. He kind of put the D41 Martin on the map. uh uh-huh. um, and I coveted one when I was a kid. And uh, it's a crazy story, but I almost bought one. And then the, the dealer, kind of, the music shop guy, screwed me over at the last minute. So I was always bitter about it. <laughs> um, but years later, I actually got to buy the guitar I probably was listening to on the recording. So this was one of his main 3D41 guitars that he used for recording in touring. the a 1971 wow. guitar that um, Martin. Uh, and uh, the interesting thing about this, Guitars that I, his road manager, longtime road manager, told me that he bought it at, at Gruen's Guitars in Nashville. Oh
4: yeah, sure. When
2: I was down. I saw George and I said, George, you remember selling Dan Fogelberg a D forty one Martin, which apparently Joe Walsh had told him about or something.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All these great names. Yeah. Really? Um. But, you know, and he said, Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I my records about Garon of a fire years ago. So I shouldn't have the records. For <laughs> but you know, I do remember that was a used guitar, and I I'm pretty sure that was owned by Jimmy Messina and used on Sitting In with Kenny Loggins. Uh-huh. So Whoa. if that's true, I really lucked out.
1: <laughs> so you're going to play us something? Yeah. Okay, well,
2: <laughs>
1: while you switch guitars, I think it's a good time to give one more vote of thanks to Audi Southampton for providing us the opportunity to share so much music.
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3. No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't
5: expect to pay
0: more, but act quickly. This deal won't
5: last forever. Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just 469 a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton total due at least signing four thousand seven hundred sixty three dollars plus tax visit our showroom at 51 montauk highway or go to southamptonaudi.com for great deals must qualify for audi owner loyalty program through audi financial services offer expires june 1st 2021 see southamptonaudi.com for details and improve your quality of life
1: geez this this hour just simply flew i can't believe it
5: thank god i don't right,
1: Sorry, you're done <laughs> Well we, we, we took the whole menu um, and had a great feast of music. and I want to thank you, Fred, um, and I want to thank Audi and I want to thank WLNG and all your people out there who are supporting music on the East End. And now we have Fred as, as the latest addition to our well, panoply you. of musicians it's been a pleasure. and you're going to hear more from him, but right now... You can introduce this song.
2: Okay. So I was talking about uh, Dan Folgo and I, there's a bunch of them I could play. I could play ones you've never heard of that are really good, but I thought I'd play one that kind of everybody knows a little bit. Good. He's from the radio.
1: See you all next week. Let's uh, listen to Fred, and uh, maybe we'll catch him on the dock this summer.
2: Thank you. And thank you for having me, Lee. Much appreciated. It was a real
1: pleasure. <laughs>
3: Now that we've loved Now that the lonely nights are over How do you make love stay? Now that we know The fire can burn bright Are nearly smolder How do we keep Dying away, elusive dreams, barely remembered in the morning. Love like a phantom fly. In the heart, feels like the empty eyes adorning a statue with silent sight. Moments taste so sweet within the rapture when precious freshness is greedily consumed. the thing not easily captured and once to cease not easily exude now that we've loved now that the lonely nights are over how do we make love